Dear listener, it's Monday morning, the dreaded beginning of the work week, and Matt and I have some advice for you to make it through the next five days on this mini-episode of The Working Experience. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. Y'all need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. You stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie K. And John, and a happy Monday post-Thanksgiving. Ooh, this is a rough one. Even I'll say this is a rough one. You've had, probably most people took most of Wednesday off, and even if they did go into work, they didn't do too much. So, you've had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've had like four and a half days and now you got to drag your sorry old butt back into the office. Oh, you you got to you got to make the money back from oh. the 24/7 shopping. Oh, you had Black oh. Friday and yeah. I'm sure you were on Amazon clicking away. Well, I'm always doing that cuz I get bored. So I start buying things. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just get bored. I start buying stuff. You, hey, you need a dopamine hit yeah. every once in a while. People talk about that like a bad thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so oh, easy. I'll, I'll I'll be searching through Amazon, just like mindlessly searching. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, ooh, heated socks. Yeah, right. I need exactly. a, I need a pair of those. I need a weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I need. Not only do I need a weighted blanket, I need one for the dog. Oh, you know? of course. The dog. The dog has got to sleep in peace. I actually saw a woman. Up, uh, we went up to the Mount Washington Hotel and for uh, their Thanksgiving, you know, buffet. And I have to say, I, I honestly, I really feel proud of myself because I pushed it as close to vomiting as I, I might have, you know, as, as I could without vomiting. Like, seriously, on the ride home, I thought I was going to throw up. I ate so much, but I didn't. So I really hit that that sweet spot, you know? Because if you throw up, you've really wasted. Isn't uh, that talk, like getting into the zone? Like yeah. Like in the zone? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I joke about eating so much that I would throw up. I nearly did that. And I'm a 46-year-old man. I'm not 18, you know? So it's It's so funny, too, because you know... Like you, I shouldn't eat you that. Lo- that last logically, no. intellectually know that you shouldn't eat no. that, but you're like a dog no, I, that could literally <laughs> eat themselves to death. Yeah, and I just went went for the two more parfaits, and that woo nearly pushed it over the edge. Well, I, it's well, you, what I do is, and I'm sure you do the same thing, is I I go over the top on the appetizers. Like that's the only food I'm going to eat, and then I go for the main course. I go back two or three times so it's two or three plates 
And then I'm just stuffed. Can't eat another thing. <laughs> but then dessert, dessert comes out. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I, what, I'm not going to eat dessert? I well, mean, what, I would be a party pooper? I got to yeah, eat dessert. Yeah, this was a buffet, too. So, I mean, you could go up as many times as you wanted, which for me is not always the best thing. I mean, I was very excited. I, I hit the classic arc. I was so excited for this thing because we went last year and it was awesome. This year, I'm even more primed. And what was funny, too, is the uh, the waiter, you know, they have people there who are like, you know, they bring you drinks and clear plates and things like that. And he was explaining to me very intricately the buffet. He was like, okay, so what you're going to do is we have a shoehorn outlay here you're going to start on the left hand side okay you've got your salads you've got your this your that sort of your app you've got your cheese plates he's explaining the whole process to me because he thought i was just going to go blundering in there grabbing food off the table just just (laughs) well i i love i love the people who get on the buffet line and eat on the line. Oh, yeah. Like they can't wait to get no. back to their seat. No, no. And I can't... There are people who hover. They stand there. Yes. And they're like... Yeah, the hoverers, oh, right. this slice of pork or that. And I'm standing behind them like... And, of course, this is absurd. I, I'm like, this is typical American gluttony. And I'm standing yep. there impatient. That I'm, of course, you know, of course, you're pushing them, giving them the elbow, clearing your throat. Yeah, I did. I did get a little rude with some woman. I kind of stepped in front of because she was like standing there BSing around. I'm like, lady, I'm here on a mission. Okay, I'm not standing around socializing this, this, and that. I got to get to that stuffing before someone else gets to it. I don't know why. It's just the well, it's just so it's so absurd and i love the comments like i'm starving yeah i'm i i haven't eaten in four hours i'm feeling (laughs) lightheaded like all right come on yeah i know so it says here uh i just thought of this because we were talking about black friday it says the average black friday shopper spends 313 dollars and 29 cents on sale items and 69 percent of that typically goes towards gifts Actually, that wasn't as much as I thought it would be, but, yeah, still enough. So, yeah, I, I, I spend that within the first minute. Yeah, I know, just throwing the credit card at them. Yeah, just, just yeah. pulling out cards. So, you got to get back to work this Monday. Now, we're on the holiday season, so it's it's a little, I think offices, and you can maybe attest to this more than I can, but are a little bit is slow at this time like people are paying a lot more attention to other things than really working right now for the next three weeks yeah people have people have clearly checked out yeah yeah it's funny though when people talk about the stress of the holiday season i'm always like isn't this supposed to be a relaxing enjoyable time of the year am i i don't know i've always no no. it's all about getting (laughs) not giving that's right and it's all about the pile, the size of the pile of the gifts under the tree. So it's yes. all about. Um, I don't know. I've never subscribed to that. I well, see what I think it is is that people have this sort of Norman Rockwell uh, vision of Christmas. 
you know, that everyone's gathered around the tree and they're all wearing their J. Crew sweaters and their slacks and they have a glass of eggnog and the kids have candy canes and everyone's singing Christmas carols around the piano. And then Uncle Henry gets tanked and makes a few <laughs> bigoted comments. And and your mother says you've gained weight. And uh, Cousin Clark is unemployed again. And so-and-so's on drugs. De- and yeah, dealing meth. <laughs> someone else is pregnant. You know, and everyone gets sloshed. And then... Your uncle says to your father, I never liked you. And, you know, it all just kind of falls into Doesn't everyone have an Uncle Henry? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> or Ricky. <laughs> uncle Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. And Uncle Ricky, he's always about 70 pounds overweight. And he he has some crappy job, as ignorant as the day is long. And he knows everything. He knows everything. Yeah. About anything. And, and- and how often is the phrase uttered from a preteen girl, hey, mom, Uncle Ricky's acting weird again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is usually the red flag that the festivities should come to an end. <laughs> yeah, and I think like, or, or just like mundane things happen. The flight gets canceled, there's snow, somebody can't make it, whatever. Somebody doesn't get the right gift or... Uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, life does it. Sometimes Christmas comes off and everything's great. You know, sometimes it doesn't. But I think people are victims of these expectations that are somewhat unreasonable sometimes. You know? Right, right. And, and you ha- you have to you have to have a sense of humor about it. You know, you, you can't be too serious uh, with the whole holiday. Or, or else you could, you know, you could drive your stress and anxiety through the roof. But people do that. I hear them at work commenting constantly on how, like, how stressed out they are. And the the comment that always really depresses me is when someone says, I'm so glad the holidays are over. I'm like, (laughs) how have you twisted this around into this? Like, you just want to get back to your humdrum routine? Like, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's kind of strange. I, I just don't, I don't really understand it. But I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe this Monday is a little bit different. People are people are a little more jazzed. I, even if they are stressed, I think most people are a little more jazzed about the holidays. They kind of like the holiday season. They, you know, it's a distraction from work and all of that. Because then you get into like January and February, and those months are long. Those are all long two months, especially up here in yeah. the northeast. Yeah, the, they're they're long. They're cold. Yeah, storms are rolling in. You're yeah. shoveling snow. It's yeah. it's a it's a rough go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I pay a guy to plow the driveway, but same concept. Same concept. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I actually think that it makes people hard. You know, like yeah. there's people up north are hard. Yeah, you can deal with things. You know, you're not too worried. I, when people complain about weather, after a while, I'm kind of like okay, it's weather. Like, there's nothing you can do about it except move. Like, move to Arizona or something like that. If you well, want. I, well, I love I love uh, when I go to L.A. and it's like 50 degrees and people are literally in the, like, Canadian goose jackets and, like, <laughs> hat, wool hats. And yeah. it's like, it's 50 degrees. And they literally think it's negative 10. The stereotype that Northeasterners 
and East Coast people in general, I think, have of L.A. is that you're just soft. You can't deal with it. Yeah, you, you know? can't deal with it. Which, you know, is probably, I mean, I have relatives in L.A. and all of that. They're uh, wonderful people, obviously. But, yeah, our, our stereotype is, I, and they find us to be kind of uptight, I think, or a little bit too, you know, hot-wired or whatever. And uh, I remember telling someone out there who made that, well, actually, this was in Colorado, who made that comment about me. I said, you know, where I'm from, I'm considered actually fairly laid back and kind of lazy, actually. So out there, I'm a human dynamo because you, know, you, you show up. <laughs> You're a work. firecracker. Oh, I'm a fire. Yeah, I should really move out there. I should move to like Portland or someplace like that, Seattle or like Tacoma. Because uh, yeah, you would you would fit in like a glove. You would be a, a demigod. Out I think there. I'd even shine. Yeah, I'd even shine a little bit. I don't see Christmas. I would like to experience Christmas in Los Angeles sometime. But it would be weird. You know, it'd be weird having it be like 70 degrees and people have Christmas trees and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's strange to me. It, it would be. It would actually be hilarious if you went out west and you were like a productivity guru, like a Stephen <laughs> Covey, like seven habits of highly effective people and yeah. everyone's following your every word. Right, right. Whereas back here, I'm labeled as borderline <laughs> incompetent. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really do anything, you know. Exactly. Out there, you're just, you know, you really... They do. It's an interesting thing, and we should talk about this more. If you go, like, if you're from the East Coast, like, your work ethic and all of that, like, they see you as a real, like... They like people from the Northeast and, and from the, the East Coast because they do see you as having like a stronger work ethic. But I know my my mother and my father knew this guy who uh, he got transferred. He worked here on the East Coast. And then he got transferred out to like Colorado and he said it drove him nuts. Like he, he couldn't get people to really like get stuff done. And like, you know, it, it was it was very hard for him. Because he was very much, you know, like, I guess kind of a taskmaster. You know, he's like, okay, we're going to do this, right, we're doing right. that. And, that. and out there, the concept just didn't translate. And people kind of resented him. And he was like, I don't know, like, we're, we're just from two very different cultures. So maybe they have the right idea out there. They don't need to work that hard. Yeah, maybe maybe we're wrong. I don't know what we're doing here for working, I don't know, six hours a day or how, how long is a work day? Six, seven hours a day? Something like I, that. I believe, I believe it's eight. For you, it's about Whoa. six minutes. Yeah, eight is like, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> My next guided meditation is all about leaving work early. You know? Because I was reading up on Einstein's theory of relativity. Time is relative. You know what I'm saying? Time is time is relative. You should leave early every day. Well, and, and if your boss yells at you for being late for a meeting, just be like, hey, man, are you familiar with the theory of relativity? Let me school you a little bit, Ted. I'm not late, okay? Or, or, you, on... could, yeah, or you could start tossing around the law of attraction. Yeah. If you just think that you're successful and wealthy, you are. Which is our big ball and ball and big concept over here at the working experience. Right. Right, if and you, all you got to do is shell out a couple of bucks, yeah. shell out a couple of 20s, yep. <laughs> and we'll let you in on that secret. Listen, I'll take five bucks or a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts or something. That's fine. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, accept, we accept gift cards, yeah. and they don't even have to be new. They could be partially redeemed. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> if there's like two seventy five on that bad boy, I can get a cup of coffee off that. Donut. Yeah, um, 
I'm rolling in gift cards. <laughs> but wouldn't that be great? They're all part, like, you go to, like, uh, you go to um, Target with, like, you know that how they have the Visa gift cards yes. and whatnot? Yeah. You have, like, 15 of those <laughs> that you're trying to consolidate to cover, like, a $50 purchase. You're like, no, no, I th- okay, I think there's $3 on this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, there's $3.18 on this card, sir. Your purchase is 55 don't worry, I got another 10. <laughs> right. We're going to be here for a while. Just keep giving them over to them. And it's like... When... But that's my, that's my holiday gift jam. Yeah. Is I'll give out a $100 Starbucks card that I've already used about <laughs> 76 bucks worth. And it says 100 on it. They're like, wow, John funny. is really generous. And then they go to use it the first time. And then I get the, the call or the text. I'm like, what? <laughs> You, See, you should call great, up Starbucks. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, because you can you can just get those generic Visa ones that work anywhere. Yeah, you get it for and then 100? just blame just blame it on the corporation that they're trying to screw you. Yeah, just be like, no, I paid a hundred dollars for that. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what's and and by the time you wiggle and worm, you're done. You're out. It's over. Holidays over. You know, and the, and the person will eventually give up. Well, and you know most people aren't going to call you out on it. Most people will just, like, let it go, you know? Yeah, well, most people will take the gift card and, and throw it in a drawer. Right. And then eventually use it. Right. And then they'll be like, did I use this before? Right. And they can't remember, and then you're off the hook. Oh, so you look brilliant. like a very generous person, but you're saving yourself hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. You know, this is... This is why, listeners, you should be listening to this podcast. That is brilliance <laughs> right there. $50 gift card. You've already used $35 of it. <laughs> you give it to somebody. They think, right, oh, it's genius. And but then, you, can't be, you can't be greedy. You can't use no, no, like no. 45 bucks no. out of the $50. No. You got to use maybe like, you could use over 50% of the value of the card. Yes. But yeah. I would stay under 75% of value of card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of ways you can play it off. Right. You can blame the company. You can maybe say, oh, did I give you the wrong card? Oh, geez, I'm so embarrassed, blah, blah. But, but again, there's enough wiggle room where... Oh, it, you, come out, you come out a winner. Oh, every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah, because the idea that you would that the person would expect you to go and buy them another gift card for the dinner, like that's not going to happen, you know. No, they're just going to chalk it up to some something happened, and it, it's just too much like social awkwardness to actually hash it out, and you come out a winner. And the best part is when you do it again the next year. <laughs> That's a little harder. That's a little harder to pull off <laughs> doing it two years in a row and being like, "What? <laughs> what happened? Oh, How did this happen again?" Yeah. Well, you could also blame your spouse. You know, there's a lot oh, of, of course, ways you yeah. can go. There's a know? lot of ways to a lot of ways to play this. If you could, if you have a teenage son or daughter, you blame them. Like, oh, they were split. God damn it! You know, Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Those goddamn kids. Yeah, damn kid. Aiden, I told you to da, da. And then, right, you just have to play it long enough that it all blows over. You ride it out. Oh, folks, listen. I'm, I'm, I, 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 my mind is blown by the advice you're getting. My mind is blown. 
So yeah, you should be writing this down, or yep. you should be listening to this podcast at least two or three times. I'm going to try to come up with more ideas for getting out of <laughs> spending money on gifts because this is a good. Co- I always like your dad's thing about getting the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. That was a good one. Oh yeah, he still he still does that. Yeah, yeah, you got to cheat. My my father was a man after his own heart because he was. If that tree was over twenty dollars, you forget about it. Wait, no, oh, no. forget about it. Well, I well, know. now um, nobody knows me. What nobody knows what to get me for Christmas because I literally don't want anything. So yeah. I, I, I end up getting like Jeannie's mom gets me like deodorant and shampoo. <laughs> I'm not even joking around. Trying to send and you a get me like, subtle message there. <laughs> well, she'll get me like a year's supply because she knows that. What is she going to buy me? A shirt? No, that's, or like, that's a great idea. That's that's yeah. Great. So I'll get and I'll and I'll listen. I'll use that. Yeah, like it's a great idea because I'll and literally it will let. She'll buy me so much it'll last me a year. Yeah, and that's saves shaving cream. Yeah, that's great actually. Now, now yeah, because I, like I say, you know, I'm 46 years old. Like, what do I, you know, because of the technology thing, like. Books and DVDs were my usual go-tos, or CDs. And now, all three of those things. Books I can still hang in there with a little bit, but not CDs, DVDs, any of that. Like, forget it. So, I, the gift cards, I think, are the way to go, because honestly, like, my brother and sister-in-law don't need one more knick-knack to jam into their house, and don't need another scarf or sweater or anything like that so yeah but even those like visa gift cards are a scam because you when i believe when you buy it you have to pay like a correct me if i'm wrong you have to pay like some fee like there's some like activation fee Uh, and then when the person uses it um eventually i think it's after like 24 months every month to hold that balance, they're charged like two or three dollars. Hmm. Yeah, see, I don't yeah, get it's those. a it's a it's a scam. But if you get like a Starbucks or like an Apple gift card, I think that or an Amazon. Yeah, I do. The I think Amazon. that will retain its value like forever. You can always use that. Either that or experiences. Like you get somebody a, a you know a certificate to eat out at a nice restaurant or something like that. That's right. Right. One. Yeah, because most people, I don't know. Again, like. It must be hard for to buy for kids, you know, because if it's not like technology related, I don't know. Like, I guess. Yeah, well, it's not. I mean, my kids are into, you know, sneakers. They want jerseys. There, yeah. there are some physical items that they that they do want. But yeah. you're right there. You know, there's phones, there's tablets, Xbox, all that stuff. Yeah. But it's but their gifts now that they're older are. They're more expensive, so they get less gifts. But well, I think that's the yeah. best way. Yeah, get people like a couple of quality things rather than you know five just filler stuff to have. So, um, but anyway, folks, so hopefully that uh, practical advice about the gift cards helps because uh, the budgets do get stretched tight. You got to keep working. Got to keep earning that money. It's it's a vicious cycle, but we all participate in it because we're good citizens, right? And uh, this week we gotta we gotta talk about the podcast coming up this week, Matt. Yeah. So on Wednesday morning we talk about the art of calling in sick. Oh, talk about practical advice. 
Oh, it's it's a subject close to both of our hearts. And and my guided meditation coming up will be about leaving early. So we try to get you on both ends here, right? Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, if we were charging for this advice, I'm going to say this is this is thousands of dollars yeah. of advice that's free. That's literally going to save you. It's going to save you money. It's going to save you time. Your sanity. We're, your stress. Your Saturday, we're teaching you how to play the game. Like the system's rigged, but you yeah. come to Maddie K and John and you get you get the backdoor entrance through the velvet ropes into the party. And and we'll we'll have a seminar where we set up a very dangerous sweat lodge where people get dehydrated and they they pass Oh, out oh, yeah, that's that's definitely coming. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have You'll have to uh You'll have to starve yourself for 72 hours yeah. before you get into the sweat lodge. That's no food, yeah. no water. No. And then we lock, right? We lock the doors. We right. padlock the doors. And then we get the heat up to about 150, 155. Cook you. And then uh, it's, you know, yeah. first person to drop loses. And we have a series of very dangerous, unregulated obstacle courses and Things like that. Anyway, we'll get to all that stuff. So we have um, Calling Out Sick and what was our other Drop of Genius podcast? Uh, let's see. The other one is, uh, is the American Dream still a reality? Mm, very interesting. Very interesting concept to explore. A little bit highbrow, but we're, we're fine with that. We go with that too. No problem. Um, sometimes, sometimes we go highbrow. Yeah. Mostly we're lowbrow. Mostly, mostly. Well, this, but this sometimes podcast we... started off with a lot of issues surrounding defecation in the workplace, um, cutting toenails, stuff like that. But we've evolved. We've evolved a bit, I think, sort of. And then we'll be rocking it into 2020, where this thing is just going to take off. It's like, a like, oh, like a rocket. Like a rocket. The eagle will soar. Oh, that's another good concept right there. The eagle will soar. See, it just keeps popping out. It keeps popping, popping out. out you know? Popping out. All right, so everybody. the American dream oh. is going to drop on Friday. Saturday, Maddie has a guided meditation. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, based on food yeah. and feeding yourself to uh, attain enlightenment. You know, I thought I, I do center many guided meditations around that, but doesn't that encompass most of people's days eating? I think much? it's brilliant. I've never seen uh, mentioned by the teachings of Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, the fact of enlightenment through eating, and I think <laughs> right. it's a I think it's a brilliant concept. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I mean, have you ever seen a, a monk stuff in his face while he was meditating? Really. I haven't seen it. No. Not really. And you're kind of missing out on an essential part of the feeding process by doing that. Um, all right, folks. Well, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the podcast Wednesday and Friday and the guided meditation Saturday. And we will be back at you with more episodes. Yes, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. 
I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.